Central.com, that is correct. My name is Carly Fields, and this is Rookies and Rockstars. And as per usual, well, it's still recent, it's still fresh, but we, I'm joined by the two lovely co-hosts of Rookies and Rockstars, Miss Prue and, of course, Jade. How are you, ladies? We're great. How are you? I'm fantastic. Fantastic. Awesome. Apart from a little bit of traffic on the highway, nothing that us Joe Burgers can't survive. I don't think there was a little bit of traffic. There was a lot of traffic. Yeah. You know, bumper bashing and just general. Uh-huh. Ah, oh, peak hour traffic. But it's all good. It's all it's good. All We're good, here. Yeah. We're in one piece rather late than never, as I would say. Exactly. Yes. And I would say, you, you can't see her, but doesn't Miss Prue just look gorgeous? <laughs> Lovely. She's we'll going for here. like, what, what is this? It's like this clean Alicia Keys vibe. Like she's, she's left the, not dreads, what are they called? Uh-huh. The braids. Yes. So the braids are gone. You've got your specs on, makeup. I look clean. You look gorgeous. You know. So it's you know, just for the week though, guys. I'll be back next week. No, just yeah. say it's for Wednesday. <laughs> I hope there's a pink streak somewhere in the mix. There'll be a lot Whether this you time dye your own hair or braid <laughs> or dread or whatever, but there's uh-huh. going to be pink. There'll so be a whole awesome. lot more next week. Yes. It's just for this week. I just want to take a break and be like, you know what? This feels so fresh. Yes. I feel so much lighter, like 10 kgs lighter. <laughs> I'm sure I got you into do. the scale so much confidently. <laughs> and less itchy. Less itchy. You don't need exactly. like that pokey thing. You know? <laughs> right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so in uh, various ways. One, you can give us a call on 0861555189. You can hook us up on Twitter at cliffcentral.com and also on WeChat. Uh, our ID is Cliff Central and then you can just join the group. Alternatively, you can just follow Rookies Rockstars on Twitter. Post us your questions directly there if you would like to ask any questions or if you do have any comments. And of course, you can go along to cliffcentral.com and post your comments on the Cliff Central page. Today, we are talking about leadership and more specifically methods we can uh, motivate, inspire, and drive the youth of South Africa um, to achieve their goals. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think I think what's led us into this last week having Colleen Larson obviously was like super high level and great to get insight into what's going on in terms of the corporate world and how you can boost your self esteem and take that next step to speak to someone in HR or do whatever you need to do mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. to uplift yourself within your environment on a corporate level but something that is interesting and it's weird because what keeps playing on my mind calls is like with you um having started off your presenting when you were young yeah um it, it led me into understanding that so much needs to happen in the youth so so we much got to reverse the wheels a little bit and backtrack and look at the youth and and focus on this entire hour on that because exactly um it may be a bit too late when you're in your 30s and all of a sudden you decided what you want to do with your life and where you want to be headed. Mm-hmm. We, you know, and unfortunately, our teenage years are very delicate ones in, yeah. in the sense that's crucial. Yeah. The, your hormones are all over the place. Mm. You have breakups. You have makeups. But at the <laughs> same time, you've got to decide what to study. You've got to decide whether you want to be your own boss or mm. whether you want to work for somebody. There's so many things that um, plays on a teenager's Mind, um, not only just, you know, friends and family and things, but also your entire future. And it's so daunting. Exactly. And when you're young, you don't even realize that, you know what, after 30 years, after being 30, you have a life ahead of you. Mm. You're always thinking, you know what, I'm living now and life is so cool. Um, you know, I don't have anything to expect. Like I'm going to do everything now and bam. But Mm. then you always Mm -hmm. have to know that when you're 30, 
um, there's a bigger life that you have to um, expect. You have to be, get ready to pay a house, get ready to pay a car, get ready to have a family. And mm-hmm. yeah, so having these this conversation today about um, methods on how to become a good entrepreneur and how to not be a job seeker and be a job creator is exactly what we need to talk about for mm-hmm. the youth. Yeah, and I think um, it was very... We came across this event. Gareth actually very kindly passed it on to us. Um, we, we, there is so much to do with the youth. I mean, with our guest in later, Emily Campbell from Call, when we chat to Em, um, not only from what's actually going down in schools, but with these guys and this event that they've created f- for free, which I think is so awesome because I think when you're that, when you're young and you, you hear about these you know, workshops, workshops and, and congresses, yeah. you, you kind of get so bogged down if mm. you really don't even have that hundred rand. Mm. And so I think they've done something amazing here. The, the workshop that we're going to be talking about and also phoning one of the co-founders of um, is called Inspiring Young Minds. And I really liked it because that's that's where it starts. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's with the youth. We, we should actually mm. um, patent that as our, our payoff line here on Rookies and Rockstars because that's what we're we're aiming to do. We're aiming to uplift, inspire, yeah, it's young minds, yes, young minds, mm. just like ourselves. I mean, okay, before we before we even talk about the event, mm. what what is a young mind? As in, are we talking about? The, the teens, the early twenties. Okay, well, they're, are they're, we still the youth or are we past that expiry date? <laughs> I mean, apparently the youth is from like, uh, what, 18 to 28? Well, they've referenced for them specifically for this event, they've referenced mm-hmm. grade nine to 12. Okay. Oh, but, all right. I mean, I think I, I, I'm going to hold on to my young mind when I'm 18. Thank you very <laughs> no. much. <laughs> but I mean, I think young minds in, in this context, um, I think that it is the younger, the scholars. Okay. I, th- right. I don't even think we're going in. A varsity is also crucial, but mm. I think we're talking scholars. I think even that leap from grade seven to eight, when you've been like the big boss and now mm. you're going, you, you know, or you're going through all those revolting uh, body, body changes, body changes. Oh. and oh. You, you're in high school and you've got family vibes, you've got peer pressure, you've got all those things. I think for them, they've done well to categorize this as the scholars. Yeah. So because it's where you need to take, choose your subjects to mm. matric. Yeah. And that often um, has an impact on the universities that you go to. Say yeah, you decide exactly. not to take science or biology or whatever mm-hmm. they call it these days. <laughs> it's been so long since <laughs> I was L-L- at school. Thank you. You know? But anyway, we're going to be, who exactly are we going to be speaking to about this workshop? Unfortunately, Dean, darling, the Dean Bertha, who, Bertha, I think, oh, I, I hate that, so, I, you know what? Potato, I, potato. I know, okay, sorry, mm, I always, nine. because people get bleak, I think, you know, but whatever. So, um, we are speaking to Dean's business partner, who's okay. Paul, mm-hmm. and Paul Bertha, okay. um, who is his dad. Oh, okay. Um, but mm. we don't really reference that too much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but they're the co-founders, and, um, their business, um, Pride Factor, SA, is behind founding this entire event. They've run one event. The feedback, everything was so positive that it's being run again. Oh, fantastic. So we'll chat to him around that. Um, so let's – hopefully he's – we're speaking to Cape Tonian, so I'm hoping that you're out of bed, Paul. <laughs> oh, yes, we're up in the <laughs> Awesome. Nice to chat to you. I'm glad to be here. Thank so, you so much for calling. 
pleasure. So you are chatting to Carly, Miss Prue, and myself. We're in the Cliff Central Studios on a show called Rookies and Rockstars. And Dean kind of touched base with us regarding the event that's being put on, the Inspiring Youth Young Minds. Mm -hmm. And I said to you yesterday when we chatted off air, before we even get to the event, something that I really liked was Pride Factor and the name of that business, what that's all about, and then how that led into what you guys have established with these events. So um, you had you had some wonderful insights around the youth and, and where that all developed. So let's, let's chat about that. Right. Well, yeah, Pride Factor was brought about because essentially we, we look at the, the situation that there is in the country at the moment. And the biggest problem is unemployment and the poverty that brings and obviously the uh, inequality that, that that develops as well. And we don't see any you know, fixed uh, any uh, ways of fixing that. The government, I don't think, is going to be able to do it. It's under pressure. Business is certainly, the economy is down. So the best way to do it is for people to take uh, control themselves. You know, I mean, the best way to predict the future is to create it. So we thought if we could get young people and inspire them to become entrepreneurs and create jobs for others, it would be uh, certainly working towards the right kind of solution for the youth. And and what are you finding are, are some of the barriers? Because we often, I mean, that's part of what we want to do here. We want to be a platform that kind of feeds soul food, literal methods on how you can progress in your life. What do you think the barriers are to somebody even thinking they deserve to be at an event like that, even though it is for free? Well, you know, for a lot of the young people today, it's a lack of confidence, you know. And if you can be inspired, if you can see what other people are doing, and what other people have done and how they've got ahead, sometimes with circumstances that are far worse than yours, you'll be inspired to actually get on, on that kind of a program yourself. So what we do is we, we have established a stable of aspirational speakers, people who've been through situations in life, some physical, some uh, how can we say, financial, and others you know, from social circumstances that have had problems, and they've risen to the top. Others who started off at, at the top, you know, with a silver spoon in their mouth and have gone on to empower and, and uh, create situations for others. So from our point of view, you know, so long as you get out there and, and learn that there are opportunities for everybody, um, that's the kind of thing we want to do. We want to inspire people to look at themselves, see what their passions are, and develop those into fulfilling lifestyles and, uh, and careers, you know. Um, Paul, Carly speaking. Hi, welcome to Rookies and Rockstars. Hi, now, speaking of the speakers, uh, to <laughs> excuse the pun there, um, you've got an array of people coming through. You've got TV stars, professional athletes, business leaders, fitness experts. Um, I don't know if you want to name drop a few of them, but why, why them? Why did you go about selecting these individuals? And what, what is so different about these speakers versus anybody that could just come to their school and give a talk to the, the grade nine to 12? Um, students. Well, Dean, who's my business partner. And your son. <laughs> we know, we know the secret, Paul. We know. He cats out the bag. <laughs> yeah, he's a pretty special guy himself. You know, he's done a lot of, of training. He actually started off his training career by training surfers. He became the highest qualified surfing coach in the country. Wow, what an on interesting career. The, well, I have a little background in surfing myself. Oh, wow. um, but nevertheless, <laughs> that's what he did. We actually brought in a program that taught people how to surf, 
we introduced that to the country. The national body took it on, and Dean was actually the guy who implemented it and coached the other coaches. Wow. Coached and assessed the other coaches. So that, that taught him how to actually deal with people properly. We also mm-hmm. ran surfing camps. But from there, he went on. You know, he was a very good-looking lad. He's, was, um, we were know, in agreement about that as well. <laughs> you know, he's... He was uh, South Africa's most eligible bachelor. He was uh, he won the uh, a couple of other awards so in that sort of ilk, you know, uh, five or ten years ago. He's and, made the uh, front cover of GQ Style. He mm. did make the front cover of GQ Style. He's also been in lots of other magazines and plenty of, of uh, TV adverts and uh, some international ones as well. So I think we should get him into the He's been successful and he's, he knows what success takes. Yeah? And through yeah. that, he's met obviously a lot of other people who have become successful. And it's that, his, his uh, friendship with those kind of people and finding that they also have a passion and want to pass their experiences on to the next generation to show them that, you know, there are opportunities out there because even although we have the most horrific unemployment and, uh, and uh, financial setup here in South Africa at the moment, there are huge opportunities. There are people that are doing extremely well from every walk of life, you know, be it NGOs, be it um, in financial planning, be it in property, uh, constructing things, building things, designing, whatever. You know, there are so many opportunities out there. And people who are sitting at home and thinking, oh, you know, I don't know what to do next, we want to inspire those kind of people. Fantastic. Hi, Paul. You're speaking to Ms. Prue. Hi, Ms. Prue. Um, I just wanted to know how many of these workshops are there in, in case we can't attend the one that's happening on the 11th of April? Right. Well, our, our Pride Factor's um, intention at this stage is actually to... We, we're busy building a uh, television show, okay, a weekly television show. But what, how we're getting it out at the moment is via these live events. So we're going to hold a live event every quarter. So we've had one in Cape Town towards the end of last year. The first one of 2015 is coming up on the 11th of April at uh, Midrand Convention Centre. Um, and then the next one is going to be in Durban. And then we're coming back to Cape Town. And then we're going to look at one in Bloemfontein as well. Fantastic. Which channel will it be televised on or is it on, online? Well, at this stage, we have a, a, um, a full-on broadcast agreement with Cape Town TV, which is channel, I think, 263. Okay. Um, but, you know, we, we are looking at going even broader than that and hoping to get onto SABC3 if at all possible. Fantastic, fantastic. Awesome. So, Paul, just, just looking at kind of the categories or the, the um, themes that you're going to be chatting through, get a job, study, travel, start a business. Right. Are, are, are you going to be covering those topics and then they are going to have an opportunity to kind of – do they – ask questions on the day. How does it actually work on the day for anybody who's keen to attend? It, it's run like a workshop, you know, in terms of the uh, the speakers. And I'll, I'll mention a couple that are going to be at the one in Johannesburg. We have Carmeny Paper, who was the MasterChef 2013 winner. Yes. She's got her own TV show. We've got Tamir Murat, who's one of the top salespeople, in, uh, young salespeople in South Africa. Great motivational speaker and, and uh, an author. Uh, we've got uh, Saya Biyili, the threaded man. He's going to be one of our speakers. And uh, we've got a number of others. So they will each speak for 15, 20 minutes, up to 30 minutes. Okay. They will, they will then field questions. And Dean uh, will actually MC the whole show. And in between that, he'll be uh, putting out all kinds of um, ideas and uh, scenarios that will challenge the, uh, the uh, participants' assumptions. 
broaden the aspirations and, uh, you know, we'll have interactive exercises and pertinent case studies that will, you know, um, make sure that everybody that's there gets to learn more, not only about the people that they're hearing from, but about themselves as well and how they can actually move forward. That's awesome. And are you capping it? So where are you guys, is it going to be limitless or do people need to try and get booked by a certain date? Because I see you can book webmaster at pridefactor.coza or you can call Dean. That, that's correct. The email address would be better. The phone calls are not that good. The way we've gone about it is we've actually approached about 30 of the top schools <clears throat> around the Midrand area, in fact, from Pretoria into, into Johannesburg. Okay. And we said to them, look, we'll, we'll offer you 20 to 50 seats. So if, in, if there are anybody out there that would really like to come to this, the best thing to do is to get hold of your school and ask them to get hold of Pride Factor and send a, a group from your school to, to, the, uh, to attend the, uh, the event. Um, it is, we do have a, ca- a cap of 700. We can't go any bigger than 700. That's what all the venue takes. But, uh, we, and we do think that we're going to, uh, you know, it's going to, those are going to be booked out pretty quickly. There is no charge. So we really want, uh, you know, we want to spread the word as much as we can. But, uh, yeah, if you're at a school, get your school to contact us and we'll certainly block book a, a section for your school. And oh. is it, um, uh, pupils only or can the parents join and sit with their, with their children? Um, we'd certainly encourage parents to come as well. We think that they will learn a lot. And in fact, from our, our Cape Town experience, we found that the, the parents seem to catch on quicker mm. <laughs> than some of the, some of the I students. I think they're just grasping <laughs> onto ideas for their children so they can yeah. go home and plant those seeds. <laughs> so what was it about that business idea <laughs> Stop nurturing those seeds? Indeed. Um, Paul, what we'll do also, we'll, we'll tweet it from the at rookies rock stars. Um, you can also follow at pride factor SA. That is the Twitter handle of pride factor. So we will, we wish you all the best of the luck, all the best of the luck. Listen to me. I think I need to come on, on, on your course. Courage, <laughs> um, we wish you all the best. And I think that it's so wonderful to see, um, that you and Dean and, you know, the whole team are doing things to motivate, inspire and to get the young people of South Africa really Opening their eyes and, and expanding the mind frames and, and, you know, getting them to see things that they might never have seen. And the fact that you guys are doing it for free is even more special because it really, I think that what the poverty that we face in this country and the different kind of LSMs that probably couldn't afford the entry fee, I think that it's amazing that you guys are putting this on for no charge. And um, we wish you all the best. If we can pop in any of us, we certainly will do. And we will circulate it as much as we can. So thank Thank you so, so much for your time, Paul. Well, thank you very much. Really great speaking to you girls. And uh, I think your show is pretty awesome as well. So well done. Oh, <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. Good <laughs> girls. Bye-bye. Now, this is the fa- my favorite part of the show where we get to select our Way Back Wednesday track. Now, the reason why we chose this track is because we are all beautiful ladies here in the studio and we feel like it's a pumping track. And apparently, um, young people, after eight minutes, they get a bit lost in their minds. So here's a track to bring you back to the conversation. I don't want to go there, baby. We should never go there. So that was Please Don't Judge Me by Chris we Brown. Won't, we won't but judge you. No, I don't, we're not <laughs> judging me here. We're judging Duncan. Duncan, 
anyway, he's not going to say anything. Well, it was still a good track was, by Chris Brown. It was an awesome track, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the reason why we chose Chris Brown is because he's coming to the country on the fourth of April. He'll be he'll be at the dome. Shut the front door. He's not. Dude, he is. If you want, I can sing the, the song that you wanted. Beautiful people. Okay, now someone needs <laughs> someone needs to tame Carly. Oh, <laughs> but it, it, was, it was good. Song. It's, it's an absolutely good. beautiful song. Yes. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, you just uh, sent out a tweet. Yes. About the event that's taking place on the 11th Good. of April. Follow us on Twitter if you would like to find out more about what Paul was chatting to us about. Uh, it's, it's specifically aimed for all the grade 9 to 12 learners mm. in and around Gauteng. So Pretoria all the way to Joburg. If you can make this event, it is free. It is worth your while. Even if you just get one little piece of advice Absolutely. or one little seed that you can go home and plant and just muster over it in your head, then I think it'll be worth your while to make your way through there. So um, follow us on Rookies Rockstars or you can uh, follow Carly S. Fields or uh, Miss Prue underscore DJ or Jade. What's your handle? At Jawbone underscore Jade. Jade. There we go. I will get it. <laughs> you at, will. At Jawbone Jawbone underscore Jade. <laughs> yes. Cool. So I think what's really exciting is that the kind of events that are taking place for, for the youth like that is, is mm. it's flipping exciting, guys. Yes. I get so amped because the there youth was nothing like that when I was a youth. I know, but well, exactly. back in the day. Yeah, but there wasn't, <laughs> was, but I mean, we're not going to go into it now. Goodness, mm-hmm. but yeah. there wasn't as much. Just turmoil, hecticness, pressure. Mm. You know, back mm. in the day, you would not even be. You'd be. Doing what you're doing. I mean, you, we know that you get to live a privileged. Yes. But back in the day, it was a lot more standardized. You go to school, yeah. you matriculate, you mm. go and do a degree or a diploma, yeah. you there get were, a job. There were less social economic pressures, um, no, less hectic. social network stuff. So we had a whole lot more um, going for us. I think. We weren't like WhatsApping photos of ourselves to each other, which is also dodgy. For and the have youth. you seen the recent pictures going on, on, on Twitter? No, sick. Of a girl taking a picture of herself. Like fully naked. Oh Imagine God. those Come things. Uh-uh. Imagine that was your child. Imagine. Oof, so. No, okay, yeah. well, we go, we're not going on today. We'll, we'll come no. back. Exactly. We're moving we're on. <laughs> focus more positively. Yes. On exactly. And, and that's exactly what it is. So I, I get, I get so excited chatting to guys like Paul and knowing that Dean and Paul are putting on something like that in inspiring young minds event and that it's free. As mm-hmm. I said to Paul, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And our guest now in studio with us is also somebody who her and her team and what they're doing in schools across Johannesburg is just unbelievable. They run a group called Core, um, and with us in studio is Emily Campbell. Welcome, Emily. Thanks, Jane. So good to be here. Yay. So we obviously tying in, just focusing around keeping the youth inspired because I mm. think that's where it starts. But I know from your side and where you guys kind of counsel and promote student leadership and driving values and all those things that are fundamental in becoming a normal adult or Mm -hmm. a healthy, happy adult. Um, We wanted to chat to you around the certain things that you get to see or anything that's kind of, I don't know, not problematic, but what are you facing out there in the schools? Because I know you guys are in hundreds of schools across Joburg. Well, hundreds, but I mean hundreds of schools come to your core events on Sundays. Mm -hmm. But I know that you guys are actively in schools yourselves as individuals. Yeah, that's right. One of our main things is with our philosophy that we believe that every student is a leader. And so that is something that we kind of 
focus on and think about. And so when we are, it's not about us, it's about them. So we're not doing this for them. We're doing it with them. And that's something that we communicate with them a lot. It's just, Hey, this is not for us. We have many other things that we could be doing, but we want to do it with you because so many adults we've seen, what they do is they really focus on just kind of, okay, students, you really need to be doing this and this and this and then And they're not developing them as leaders, not developing the potential and the strengths and the gifts that they already have. And one of the biggest things I see is that adults are consistently underestimating students. Um, So we work specifically with high school students, and I am consistently blown away by what they do. And when they get motivated to do something, it is unbelievable. You just kind of wind them up and let them go. I mean, (laughs) it's amazing. They... I don't know why I'm always surprised by it because they just always show up to the plate. But it it really is incredible to see what they do. And I think one of our things is that we just we want them to recognize their gifts, recognize their passion points, recognize their strengths, and then help them harness and develop those strengths and then mobilize them. And so if they can get set on that path at a young age, it just sets them up for such great success later in life. So even in handling all of the pressures and handling the stress of all the things that the world is throwing at them, whether it be from school, from parents, from friends, social media, I mean, there's so many pressures that are facing them on a daily basis, like 24-7. And so if they're able to kind of handle those things with kind of grace under pressure. It, it really is amazing to watch that happen with them. Do you sit with them in a group or is it like on an individual one-to-one um, you talking to another student individually? It's both and. So I mentor students one-on-one. Um, obviously, I, I work mainly with girls. I don't mentor guys one-on-one. Um, but then we do also work in small group settings. And so one of the things that we do is actually train students to lead their own small groups. So obviously, some of those things are more in a spiritual context. Um, we are associated with the church, so that is kind of where we're directed on that. But at the same time, it's developing their leadership leadership gifts and skills so that they're able to do that with their friends. And I don't know about you, but when I was in high school, leading a small group, like asking some friends to be a part of that, that, that's, uh, no, no, it is. That's not how I'm going to roll. You know what really scares me? And it's almost like a reality check. When, when you're a little child, Mm -hmm. your parents, the whole time they're forcing you to use your imagination. They're saying, you know, you, you need to believe in this and you need to, um, go outside and play, you know, like, and we all dress up as pirates and mm-hmm. ballerinas and everything. And then somewhere along the line, it's forced upon us by not just our peers, but also the teachers, parents, everything that's, you know, this is reality and reality's hard and everything. Mm-hmm. And now we're almost trying to go back to the, the beginning phases of our lives where we're saying, use your imagination, think outside the box. Don't be afraid to imagine a life that you deserve, you know, and, and mm-hmm. it's very scary to think that somewhere along the line, we, we're asking kids to believe in the tooth fairy and Santa Claus and the Easter bunny <laughs> and everything. And then we say, no, this is reality. And now you come along and say, it's okay to imagine. It's okay to believe. It's okay to, to want something not quite out of your reach, but you can do it if you, if you lead. And also if you lead by example as, as what you're doing. Exactly. We want kids to realize that they have vision and use that vision, develop mm-hmm. that vision when, you know, visionary leadership is not just something that 
like happens to you. Like you have to develop that. And yes, some people are more visionary than others. Visionary leadership can be a special gift and a specific kind of area. But at the same time, everyone can imagine. Everyone can dream big. Mm -hmm. And you're totally right. There comes this point where it's like, no, you must color inside the lines. Like there's no, Mm -hmm. like absolutely not. No deviations from the rules and sets regulations. Exactly. Like you're locked into the system. Good Mm -hmm. luck. See you on the other side at 25. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that's really fascinating. And, you know, for it's interesting as an American coming into South Africa because I, the high school pressure is very different in terms of deciding on career path and a study path, like even for varsity, et cetera. You guys have to decide that a lot sooner than Americans do. And so it's really fascinating to me watching my students deal with that pressure. I mean, like, what do I want to do? I'm like, I, you could have not paid me to decide what I wanted to do at 16. Like there's no way. And you're telling me I have to decide like my study course at 16. That's insane to me. So Mm -hmm. I really feel so badly for them and Mm -hmm. feel that stress and that pressure for them because it is, it's hectic, man. Do you, did you guys have to do those aptitude and personality tests in Mm -hmm. life skills at school? Yeah, Yeah, I I mean, were you 100% honest with them or did you really go with what you thought would be a cool job one day? At that stage, I probably definitely lied. Are you joking? And I mean, it was a dodgy little team. And then then you get the outcomes and they're like, oh no, you should be studying something in communications and you should be, and you're like, oh, okay. If that's what the test says, then you kind of just <laughs> willy-nilly sign up before a degree or a diploma or whatever yeah. exactly. Mm. And exactly. And they told me to go do something. So I go for an interview at SAB, do the psychometrics. SAB are like, honey, no, you will <laughs> you break down right. the walls. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm like, well, what the flip did I just pay an industrial psychologist to suss me out for? Tell mm. me to get this job. Go to SAB. They're like, no, 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 no. But are you up the wrong tree. <laughs> exactly. But are you being 100% truthful through the whole process? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, like I said, I mean, I, I've actually never thought about this. So I'm so glad Emily's brought it up because mm. this is what I'm talking about. This is what these poor kids are facing today. I'm not saying they can't survive. I mean, we survive, I survived way different things, but mm. it is so intense because you've got how you look. How, are you fat? Are you thin? What mm-hmm. kind of clothing you have? That's not your choice. If, what if you're poor? Yeah. What if your parents can't afford to buy you Supagas and Sergeant Pepper jeans, you know, whatever, you know, or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. And then you've got deciding, and I didn't mm. even think about this. At 16, you've got to decide your how future. the hell do you know what you want to study to do when you want to become a big you person? Exactly. <laughs> and you, you mature and you evolve along the way as it goes anyway. I mean, I know so many people who mid degree or mid Semester or mm. like, no, this is just not for me. And it's exactly. all trial and error. But the, the pressures that's put on a 16, 17 year old or even younger, the, the, the subject choice that I mentioned earlier on, mm-hmm. it is so daunting because you've got your mother saying, Oh, well, you need to take maths to matric and, and science this and, and higher biology. grade and this and this and that. Mm. And we, look, we're not telling the youth to defy your parents and to no. um, mm. go against rebel. the norm and rebel and Create an uprising at your high school. We're, we're just saying that we understand. Seek guidance. Yes, and we understand mm. that there's so much pressure already as mm. a young adult. But, but we understand that there's added pressure when it comes to deciding what mm. you want to do mm. with your life after school. 
Well, the biggest thing too is that they're, they're so competitive as far as like getting into varsity. I mean, mm-hmm. the competition level to get in, I mean, everyone's applying with the same marks, the same test scores, everything. And it's, it's absolutely insane. I mean, I have a group of matric girls and they were seriously like in tears by end of Jan. They're like, I can't do this. There's no way I'm going to make it. I'm like, it's going to be fine. Deep breaths. We're all good here. <laughs> Life is going to sort out. And, yeah. you know, but that they're under so much pressure and these girls are usually cool as cucumbers i mean and so just seeing them come under that strain of the competition level Mm. is is pretty hectic is it always advisable for a matric student to take a year's break they call it um, a gap gap year year. um, before leaping into their future you know that's something that is (laughs) it depends on the person i think it's a case-by-case scenario now also this is something that differs in the states in the states we usually take it after you finish varsity Oh, and so a gap before you start working. Exactly. Wow. I think that's good. Yeah. With what all... money though? I mean, you... <laughs> it's the states. It's the states. You can afford anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful lie that you believe. Um, no, I think so. It is really interesting because I mean, eighteen in a gap year, it really does depend on the person. And I would probably encourage a more mature person to take that gap year. But if you really are somebody that wants to explore, wants to travel, take advantage of that time because, as we all know. The later you get into life, the harder it is to just be to like, hit the books you know, again. Peace mm-hmm. out. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and do this thing. Unless um, the, the career that you wanted to do could be a um, experience only kind of thing versus experience and qualifications. Um, mm-hmm. So if you wanted to travel, if you wanted to be mm-hmm. working on the, the cruise liners or whatever appeals to teenagers, because I mean, I, we've all crossed that. We're like, oh, I'm going to go and be a hairdresser on a ship. <laughs> and you're like, okay. But I mean, you, it could be something that you want to do and use that gap year as experience, mm-hmm. as almost like an internship to to whatever job you, you choose to do. Definitely. I think, you know, it, again, it depends on what your interests are. Mm. It depends on who you are. The one thing I, I usually encourage, like every student, is try and get out of your house. Um, even, you know, from a varsity point of view, obviously not everyone can afford to live in res or go away. So I understand that there are some of those kind of things holding you back, but if the opportunity is available to you, take Take it it. Mm -hmm. because it is so huge as y'all know to be able to leave. And there's so much growth that happens in just like walking out your parents' door Mm -hmm. or walking out the house that you grew up in because, you know, I can immediately tell somebody that stayed at home for varsity or they went out for varsity and the maturity level is very different. Mm -hmm. And especially, and I think it really makes a difference in how you approach life, how you approach adulthood. And so that's the one thing I usually really encourage just just get out and um how when you're in the schools or when you're in groups what trends are you picking up on in terms of i mean our aim is to like right now to feed some of your students with with this event knowing Mm -hmm. that they can go to this event for free you know there's all those speakers but with with you guys sitting with them either one-on-one or in the groups how are you finding this newer generation's outlook is on like success and achievement and aspirations. Are they there or are they? I have a little bit of a challenge because I do find them a little bit more entitled. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I battle with that attitude because I never had it, but only because I wasn't spoiled. Had I probably 
been brought up in a normal home, I may have been an entitled little rascal. Um, <laughs> rascal. Thank goodness you weren't. <laughs> but I mean, how, how are you guys, when you notice it, like, are you noticing that? Or, and how, how are you, like, dealing with it in a very diplomatic, tactful way? <laughs> with grace. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think one of the biggest things that you see is that there is kind of a departure from the traditional system of, okay, yeah, like you said, you, you know, we go through matric, we done, we go to varsity, get a diploma, do something like that, mm. and now you're in the workforce for till you're 65. Good luck. Um, and so I think that now with this contemporary view of you can do anything and that's really been communicated to students pretty well of even though you have to kind of decide certain things at a certain age, um, you can still do whatever you want with that. And so I think what it does at the same, it's positive and negative. One of the positive things is that they do kind of explore anything that is like, oh, okay, I could do that. That is possible. Like I could start my own business. That that's not without within the realm of possibility. But the negative side of it is that some students can really be crippled by too many options, mm. and so they kind of get frozen. And I think that's what a lot of people see, kind of in the millennial phase of like, oh, they're slackers and blah blah blah. But at the same time, it's like, well. They are and they aren't. A lot of it is just they're motivated by different things and success is defined in a different way. But I will say that a lot of the students I work with, they desire success. They want success. Um, They want to achieve things. It might look differently than what we kind of define success by, but at the same time, it's still success. They want the best marks. They want to do well in life and... Um, but it, it also depends. So some people, you know, it depends on what they're motivated by. Um, I want to know, like, by not telling us who, obviously, um, which was your biggest challenge? Um, which person did you spend time with and you felt like this person has a lot to, a lot of challenges? And if maybe you could share what they were and how they overcame those challenges. Hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of challenges out there um, that are very different. So it kind of depends on... Um, you know, I have some students that have some really intense family challenges, um, that are dealing with some really horrible family things. Some, I think the hardest thing is self-esteem, honestly. Mm. It just, it's so crippling and it's so, I mean, you just want to like grab them and shake them and be like, you're awesome. (laughs) Like, Mm. please believe what everyone is telling you. Um, that a lot of what I deal with, I mean, I consistently hear from students, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. And that is just so damaging at such a young age. And it really just wrestles with their own identity. Of course, identity is one of the biggest kind of existential questions. Who am I? What am I here for? You know, Mm -hmm. those Mm -hmm. kind of things that we consistently ask ourselves throughout our life, which is totally fine and good to do. But they really, really struggle. Um, I'm dealing with a student currently who that the pressure that she's under from her family, but also with her self-esteem because she is somebody that feels really different from everyone else um, because she's, she's a deep thinker and she's a deep feeler and she's young. Like she's in grade eight and you know, you're in grade eight Mm -hmm. and everyone's just like, what? Like what's happening? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. and so she's over here like having these deep 
thoughts. And so she just feels like not really connecting with anyone and that's really difficult. And, you know, and so she is, um, a self harmer. And so that is something that's just really hard. So it's like, goodness gracious, like you're in grade eight and you're cutting yourself and that, I mean, it's just, it's heartbreaking to deal with. Um, but I'm thankful that I'm able to walk through it with her and those kinds of things. But you see these pressures kind of what you see in high school is that the effects of them are a little bit more visible than in adult life mm. because and it's normal to drink, you know, at, when you're an adult, like, mm. oh, of course you go out for happy hour, you know, like mm. that's how we deal with stress relief, but stress relief in high school is really different. And so I think that that is what gets contrasted. Yeah. I mean, that's normally when you find teenagers pick up anorexia, but mm-hmm. yeah, um, it was very, very sad and, and very shocking well, for somebody who wouldn't be able to understand or, or empathize, but there was a, a pupil at uh, my old high school who graduated or matriculated with seven distinctions. Mm. And a week after the results came out, he took his life. Mm. And you just think, you know, the, the average person would be like, why are you so clever? He could get into mm, any university, yeah. get scholarships and whatever. But can you imagine the pressure that that, that poor boy was under just mm-hmm. to get those grades and to still somehow think that the pressure hasn't been alleviated even after he's got his results. It's just, it's mind boggling to me. Definitely. I think one of the biggest things is like that, you know, the performance mindset, it's so, it can be so deteriorating because it's like, Oh, I have to perform. I have to perform. I have to perform. Mm. And so for us from, you know, a belief and faith side of things, we're trying to alleviate that and be like, you're not under the performance mindset. Like, yes, you need to perform and do well. Like we support that. We're not saying like, go fail everything. Mm. No, we want you to achieve. We want you to use the gifts that you have been given well, but at the same time, it's, you know, if you, so say you get seven distinctions and you have all, you know, your head girl and all this stuff, mm. but then it's not, it's not going to define your life and it's not going to define who you are. Mm. And I think that, you know, high school is such the time for labels, such the time like, okay, you're this, you're that, you're that. Oh, but then you can't be anything else because mm. that's a label that you've been given. And so it's really you know, that's one of the biggest things about, I'm sure y'all can agree as getting out of high school. You're like freedom. Like mm. nobody knows who I am. I do not have that label on me. Mm. You don't know that about me. You don't know that about me. And that's really, that's a beautiful freedom and it's important and it shouldn't be the case in high school, but the, the scope of the mindset is so they require labels, mm-hmm. you know, and just psychologically the, you know, physiologically, the brain isn't done developing until you're 25 and the temporal lobe, which is at the front is the last thing to be developed, which is where all the decision-making happens. Mm. So that is those, so interesting. Those questionable decisions. See guys, do you see who I find? <laughs> so I find fountains of knowledge. We should only be making life changing decisions when we're 25. 25. Right. Oh. Right? That's wow. the gap you, you just study. Yeah. And mm. I didn't discover that until so I was So don't get like, married before 25. <laughs> yeah. Don't have children before 25. No. Because <laughs> you're not ready for it yet. Don't. You don't I mean, know if you want to. If you think about it, you can look back at decisions. Like decisions I made in varsity. I'm like, I literally thought that that was like the wisest decision. I was like, I'm so mature. Like I am making like such a good decision. <laughs> so like cool right now. Hashtag, hashtag adult life right now. And <laughs> yet I look back and I'm like, you, I, 
there's no way that I would have ever made that decision today. Like, yeah. And I it's was only like, ask, I was going to ask all three years you, ago. If you could go back to the matric you <gasps> or the grade 11 you why and tell yourself, there, Kali, Kali, why go no, back there? If, if you could Damn just, you. if you could just give yourself a piece of advice or something that you've learned uh-huh. in the past, well, for me, it would be 15 years. Mm-hmm. You know, what would it be that you would go back and tell your, your youth self? Miss Priol started with you. In grade 12? Yeah, or grade 11, grade 12, when you're still making these de- de- life um, decisions. I wouldn't have dropped uh, my seventh subject in okay. um, grade 11. Because I had like an extra subject because I wanted extra points for tertiary. Um, that's the one thing that I wish I never dropped. Because okay. um, I would have been able to qualify for a, a course that I actually wanted to do. Mm. So, but then in terms in terms of mind frame, so I mean, you you are a beautiful human. Your nature is wonderfully magnetic, and you are calm, mm-hmm. and and you're approachable. But were you the same in matric? Because you're turning thirty next month. Uh yeah. Were you this? Uh, were you look, the whole time? Look, I, I was, definitely wasn't. Let me tell you, I was the most <gasps> quiet, quiet person. Oh, so ever. you've actually you've actually bloomed into like coming out. Exactly. Ah. So when my um primary school um high school people see me now, they're like, "What happened to that quiet girl that used to sit in a corner and be also quiet?" Mm. You know, I'm oh, like, wow. I don't know. So she you literally found school. yourself after Ex- school. After school, mm. during tertiary, that's when I started growing. Mm. When you work with students, it's, it really is interesting because I can see those students that were like you and I'm like, I know what you're going to be. Like you can mm. see the ones that are just going to blossom outside of high school. It really is fascinating to see. Mm. Yeah. I think, I think people. I would have probably one of the things through, through being through faith and, and my journey is probably telling myself that I have what it takes. Because despite the hunger and the drive and all those things, I think that so many of the external factors of the bitches that you got in school, because that's what they were. They were, they were, and that's horrible, but th- that is what it is. Mm. And there was, and I was, I was one. I was sick. I was a bully, man. I was mean. No. It resides. Deep, deep, uh, and uh. sometimes there's, there's, <laughs> yeah, but, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now I have to let go of that because there's a little thing growing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, essentially, I think that's what I would have said. And that's why I know you guys must I repeat it all the time. That's why my heart's so on fire for it mm-hmm. because it's so crippling and it's so dumb, but we don't know then because we're so small and we're so immature and people cripple you sometimes mm-hmm. or your family or your circumstance, but you've got to push through and mm-hmm. it's, it's the guys at core and it's people like Dean and his dad, uh, Dean and well, Dean and Paul who are putting on these events. And mm. these are the things as young, if you're, if you're a young person, it doesn't matter if you're not at school, go to that event and just listen, get mm. hold of the guys at core, go and s- see what they do on Sundays. Tell them what school you're at. Let them know your school needs them mm. because mm. that's what you got to do. You can't stay in this well of like self pity forever. You can't. No, you can't mm. because you, you know, you got to get over it. It's I damaging. had to. Get my sack of bricks and cement, and I had to build the bridge, and I had to move. Mm-hmm. What would you do, Carly? What would your... I, I would have two pieces of advice for the young me. I would say that um, for the, young <laughs> the young me, now that I'm in my ripe, ripe old age, I, w- I would definitely say that um, your first boyfriend or the first love of your life... Oh, you, you oh. do, you can pick up and move on from oh, that. Another world. Exactly. Yeah, I, I just remember the, the, the emotions that was tied to the, the boyfriend and, mm. you know, and I dedicated so much of my mind and my heart to that. Sick. And it just, oh, it's, it was, it's oh. embarrassing. How almost. old were you? Uh, I was, my love. Uh, a matric. 
Nidrick, Nidrick Varsity time. And then also, I would also want to tell my old self that whether I got 75% for a test or 79% or whatever, people don't, people don't want to know. When you're applying for a job, they want Mm. to know. Did you get a degree? Did you get your matric? They don't want to know how well you did it. Did you just, that's just all make you need. It 50%. You just need this. It was a little Stop. bit different for you though, because you, yeah. your p- parents were basically like, if you don't get good marks, we're pulling you off TV. Yeah. Well, that and if, uh, then they wouldn't, cause I had to get the, the bursaries or the, the exemption exemptions mm-hmm. for, for varsity. Otherwise we wouldn't have been able to afford it. But so it was extra pressure there, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Em, thank you so much for coming in. Oh, so guys, we, we're going to have you back because flip. We have to. This is, we, the mm. youth, the youth is quite a massive part of this country becoming fruitful. And as it's going Definitely. through its healing, um, mm. as South Africa heals, I think the next generations are key. You know that so, two thirds of your population is under the age of 30. Wow. Uh, wow. Okay. Sure. As <laughs> three are in the one third. Well, almost. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we're, we're, we've got to wrap up now, but where can people get hold of people at call? Websites, Twitter? Yeah. Um, all of our Twitter, Facebook handles are at G1Core. Okay. And, and is that Instagram? A, C-O-R-E. Yes, correct. So, so the letter G, the number one core. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can holler at us there, DM us, and we'll get in touch with you. Amazing. Fantastic. Awesome. Oh, there's so much hope. I know. There exactly. is. I feel good. I feel good. We can inspire and make a change. Even if it wasn't for our former selves, it can be for the, oh, defo, the, for the rest. <laughs> that way in our old yeah. age, they'll take care of us. Our mess, <laughs> our, our mess must become the message. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Thank you, rookies and rock stars. Thanks for listening on Nature Central. We will uh, tweet out how you can download the podcast if you had tuned in within the hour and you missed a little bit. And we'll also tell you about the event that's taking place on the 11th of April. Just follow us, rookies, rock stars, uh, the rock stars without the C. Yes. Yes. Twitter wouldn't let me. Aww. Damn it. Aww. Man. I know. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so at rookies, rock stars, and we will be back next Wednesday from 10 to 11. Bye bye. Bye.